From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Maddie Doan. Yes, glad to be back. How are you, dude? Good. I listened to the pod. If you listen, if listener, if you listen to this in succession, um, then you will realize that we had guest uh, hosts with you yes. last week, Robert and uh, wow. Christian. Christian, that's right. <laughs> I, I, did, li- I did listen to it. I did listen to it. <laughs> But it was really good. I am a fan of the podcast. Oh, nice. So like even when you weren't on it. Yes. Maybe especially when you like for yourself. It's a little more relaxing. Right. You're not like having to listen to your annoying like not. Well, okay. I'll just leave it like that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't like listening to my own voice. So it's kind of nice just listening to the three of you banter. Yes. Yeah. My own idiosyncrasies come out <laughs> totally. and you think, oh, why did I say that? Or because sometimes you'll listen, you know, when you listen to a podcast and they'll get Lots of big ones, even they'll right. they'll be answering a question, and then somebody will say something, and then they'll get distracted, yes. and then they will never actually answer, like, the answer the question. Answer the question, yes, yes. And totally. I'm sure we do that all the time, and so it's just a blanket apology. But I heard like the smartless guys do that today, right? You know, <laughs> I imagine there's already been a question we've asked right now that we've completely forgotten about. <laughs> yeah, how are you? <laughs> how is he? We want to know how he is. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so how, we're, we're, we're uh, recording this the day after the 4th of July. Correct. Which has uh, some interesting meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, I want to come in hot with a couple takes here. Yes, please. Uh, one is uh, your staff here at Calvary Church Santa Ana. <laughs> uh, I received an email at 7.10 a.m. from one of your staff this morning. Okay. And another email from a separate staff member on a separate issue at 8.13 a.m. Okay. The day after 4th of July. Like, yeah. what's going on with that? Yeah, because we just, like, live clean, healthy lifestyles so we can all be up and at them, ready to go. <laughs> I don't know what you... I don't, I don't understand the question. I feel like the 5th of July is be kind of like December 26th. Yeah. It's kind of like January 2nd. It's like people work, but they kind yeah. of take it easy. You were out in the sun all day, likely. Yes. You also probably ate some of the worst food... <laughs> Yes. Of your life. Check and check in my <laughs> yes, life. Yes. You're nailing it. And some people also partake. Probably not most of our staff. No, but like no, pretty no, no. hard. Uh, we'll go hard. So like, but in the normal sort of sure. world, I yeah. bet people are just like. Yeah. Welcome to my entire neighborhood. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And so you've got, yeah, the next day should be like a agreed upon 10 a.m. start. Yes. Okay. And I, so your staff <laughs> sent staff. me <laughs> an email at 710 and at 815 or something. Okay, can I guess who are you willing to say who it was? Yeah, if I, I am okay. absolutely willing to go okay, public okay. with these names. I mean, to shame. Number one draft pick for this okay. is Shannon Reese. Uh no. No? Shannon celebrating over the weekend, her oldest son getting married. Yeah, huge. So yeah, it was awesome. So no, it was not her. Okay, I thought she was back to work today. Maybe it's tomorrow. But um, I did see her car in the parking lot, so she is here. Okay, okay, okay. Oof. Mm, Michael Wells. No, no, it was not Michael. Is it Brian Smith? No. I was tra- is it Kate, your admin? No. Dang. Yes. Okay. This is really fun for all the listeners right is now. Is it Susie? <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have a wonderful staff here yeah, at Calvary. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Hardworking, so, diligent. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know then. Okay, so you want me to out them? Yeah, sure. Okay, so it was Trevor Barnes. Trevor's our, off this our, week. 
Well, I don't know. He sent me an email this morning at 7, 10 a.m. He's not even working. Okay, you might want to do so some disciplinary worse, action. Yes, you may want to. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I, I didn't guess Trevor because he's supposed to be off. <laughs> and then the 815 email was our own Lauren McGee. Oh, yeah, nice. Oh, that was, yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, we'll see. There you go. Okay, that, was good. that was good radio right there. Uh -huh. you guys, but but that wasn't my biggest. Jordan, if we need to, we can kind of, you know, we can go back and just take 30 seconds. We don't normally edit this podcast. You, you don't even have to ask him. He's already done it. Um, <laughs> but that's not my my most grievous uh, argument about July 5th right now. Okay, what's your most grievous argument? Blarty, blarty, blar. Someone in this room decided to get married on July 5th. Yeah. 26 years ago? 26 years ago. Yes. I Happy anniversary. Did. Yes, it is. Happy anniversary. Be and I's anniversary today. 26 years, man. So walk me through that thinking. Like you and B are like, okay, well, on the calendar, let's see. Oh, July right. 5th. So 5th was a Saturday. Okay. Originally, we intended to get married four weeks before that. Okay. And then my brother uh, was having a baby like oh. a week before, and they lived on the East Coast. Okay, so that's gonna be difficult and for him to get out here. So then we were like, okay, we gotta we gotta move it out. And this is months. Obviously, this is like six months before that we moved it. But right. that was like the intent was to go a little earlier. So yeah. then we wanted to keep it like. Basically, it was like, how soon can we get married? <laughs> we're ready to, we're yeah, ready to we're get ready married. Let's, let's, uh, let's put this on the calendar. But it's it sort of strangely was... It, so it was, the 5th was on a Saturday that, uh -huh. that year. Uh -huh. And I don't know. It helped. It just was good for people, I guess. They had a couple extra I, days. Well, I guess the argument is, yeah, you have a few days, maybe yeah. the 3rd or the 7th off. So family that was coming from the East yeah. Coast or other places yeah. would have a little bit easier time to get there. Yeah, except... But prices are more price, expensive. So it's just totally... This has totally come back to bite us, all right? <laughs> because whenever we want to go away for our anniversary, it's, yes. it's holiday rates and yes. stuff, you Oof. know? So you got, you know, summer stuff. And it's like, we also don't often want to leave on the 4th to do yeah. like a two-night thing or right. something because it's July 4th. You want to leave doing your stuff. girls and family? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so Guys, then, I think I uncovered a deep wound. Yeah. I'm really sad. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yep. Anniversary today. And uh, I, right after this, we were recording just kind of before lunch. Sure. And I've got a big lunch appointment that I got to make Yeah, tell me time about it. Because what do you got? I'm taking lunch uh -huh. to the office uh -huh. of my wife <gasps> so you all wait she's a teacher doesn't she have off in the summers uh she is starting her new job uh -huh. today uh-huh so at orange lutheran high school okay so it's uh yeah it's pretty cool so it's called director of faculty yeah and uh she was like i don't know man that somebody somebody had left like one of the leaders had left mm -hmm. and so it opened up some opportunities and she went from teacher, not to department chair, not to the dean of humanities, but above that to the director of faculty, which was like pretty Amazing. exciting. She's going to do an incredible yeah. job. And she's still going to teach two periods of honors writing. Okay, cool. Because um, like she really wants to stay in the classroom. And, and they were allowing that to happen. Yeah, yeah. And like I think a lot more of their leaders are doing that now. Uh -huh. I think they actually are seeing that as a good thing, which I super do. Oh, for sure. For leaders to still like know the trenches of the classroom, yep. so to speak. Yep. So. Yeah, it's exciting. Wow. Congratulations, Rebecca Wakeling. That's, yep. Amazing. And as a parent of a kid that goes to that high school, I'm super excited because she has obviously such a good reputation there mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and just as excellent at what she does. Ooh, I have an idea. Yeah. Today's podcast is brought to you by Orange Lutheran <laughs> High School. Orange Lutheran, the high school that is... Pastors send their kids to. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so Orange Lutheran, we now demand uh, yes. payment for this commercial. Yes. Uh, so we also hope that would include free tuition, which I don't get even I as would. an employee. Oh, oh even man. Even my kids don't yeah. get even as employees. So, uh, yeah, Todd, yeah. if you could go ahead and make that happen. <laughs> That would be wonderful. I wonder if director of faculty gets more money off than the teachers. I doubt it. Wasn't that your first question? <laughs> it should have been. <laughs> well, I, my second question was, can the director of faculty also <laughs> help yeah. their friends with yeah. uh, tuition? Gonna, yeah, we're going to put put a word in. Okay. You know, yeah, we'll get some, we'll get some movement it. on this issue. Appreciate it. So but, what are you going to do for lunch on your anniversary? Uh it's very simple. Just taking her. She wanted a poke bowl. So we're taking okay. her a poke bowl because we're going out to dinner tonight. Okay, cool. Kind of like you said, like we were saying, ate a bunch of terrible food, <laughs> like good, but <laughs> terrible for you food last night. Yes. And then we're going to go out to like a nice dinner tonight yeah. at a place called Fable and Spirit that oh, we cool. like uh, down in Lido. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so, you know, you kind of want to go easy. Yeah. So I offered salad or a or a acai bowl, uh-huh. and she picked, and then she said, "I'll have a poke <laughs> I'll bowl." Have the third option. And so it was like, "Ah, oh, that's funny. That wasn't one of the things I offered." But <laughs> oh, we are great. here to serve, right? Yeah, now. Um, for sure. Well, dude, on on a more serious note, yeah. super proud and excited for you, and and be to have twenty six years of marriage. It's just obviously God's faithfulness. I mean, think about how much. You've changed, adapted oh, in man. 26 years uh, of being married to each other. And yet God's been the same all the way through. It's just awesome. So really, really proud of you. Excited. And um, thanks for that example, man. Thanks, bro. 26 years being married to be. Yep. And uh, I was 22 when we got married. <laughs> yeah. So it's longer. So, than so much longer to be Crazy. married than even to have been single before wow, that. Oh, I'm not there yet. Which That's is pretty awesome. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so we got something else. Speaking of sponsors. Yes. So if you're a follower of the pod, you know that we uh, call out sponsors without mm-hmm. asking their permission. Correct. And then we demand payment. Yes. And we actually <laughs> had our first one that worked. Yes. So uh, Kowalski Pottery. Yes. Uh, is uh, run by Kevin Kowalski. Incredible yes. part of our church here at Calvary. He and Abby and their kids. And a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, he walked up to me on a Sunday and he handed me two white bags. We're holding these bags. We're right holding now. these bags right now, but he had specific instructions. Yes. He said, I don't want you to open these until you're live on the pod. Yes. And we so, are, and we are and doing I it. I have right honored now. that, but I, I do have a little caveat. What? I think one. <laughs> you think you broke one? No, no, no. <laughs> I think one is for you and one is for me, but I don't know which bag. It's, well, that's fine. They're you not can labeled. see by yeah. the way they've been wrinkled that they've been in the back of my car for many weeks. Yes, yes, yes. Because so, we did this advertisement like two months ago <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. And um, Kevin's credit, he did it several weeks ago, but I yes. just haven't gotten it up to the pod studio yet. So should we open it live? Yes, let's open okay, it. Okay, this is exciting. We're opening this now. It's got it's, uh, tissue paper yeah. wrapped around it. I think it's it got to be a mug. It feels it's like a mug. Feeling mug-like. Are you opening yours? Okay. Wow, it's wrapped really this, well. This must be Kowalski Pottery wraps. I know he's very. I guess very as an artist, he's got skills. I'm sure this sound, this audio is great. Oh yeah, here we go. Wow, I got mine open. It is a beautiful mug. <laughs> the I like how it, it's sort of like earthy tones, and yes. it has these sort of like little sunbursty things. Yes. Oh, little trees on the bottom. Three trees on the bottom. That I love this mug. Yeah, man, this Kevin, is, this is beautiful. You have done well, my brother. Yeah, I really, I actually like really genuinely like his pottery like so yes. much. We have a sort of a bottle sort of looking, uh-huh. I don't know, almost looks like a craft, like yeah. you get like a water or wine craft or something mm-hmm. um, in my house. And then this is, this is awesome. 
So, so thank you, Kevin, for coming through with the sponsorship. We're super humbled, yes. excited that you did that. And uh, you can find Kowalski Pottery at... I don't. I think it's KowalskiPottery.com. Yeah, probably. I'm sure. I, th- and, I thought he was calling it like Kowalski Art now or something. Oh he's yeah, doing yeah, like yeah, yeah. Things. I think you're right. Yeah. And uh, Kevin will probably be at our Christmas for a cause, which nice. we do uh, on the Christmas tree lighting every uh, first Saturday of December. So that was where I bought my first item. Was yes. uh, like five years ago or more or yes. something. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Anyways, thank you. Yay! Woo-hoo. Thank you so much. This is epic. So, um, oh Lou, we expect the same from you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to like about five. To ten grand. <laughs> well, I would just—I would even just take like a T-shirt. If we could even just have a T-shirt. Oh yeah, you take anything. I actually don't uh, really want another T-shirt. I want money. No, no, Elias, who goes here to Calvary. Uh, one of my neighbors. Uh, last night we were watching fireworks together. Oh nice. And he has a sweatshirt on. He goes, "Hey, you want to see the most expensive shirt in the world?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he unzips his sweatshirt, and it says Biola Parent on it. <laughs> That's so funny. That was a good dad joke. That is a pretty good dad joke. I like yeah. that. Um, I saw like he posted a video with him. I was like, wow, that Biola shirt. I didn't know. I didn't realize that he's got a he's got a Biola. Yeah, his daughter goes there. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. Biola. Really cool. cool. Okay. I know. Okay. So we, okay. Here we go. Let's get into the meat. Yes. We've done the milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the meat. You've uh, you've fast forwarded properly. Yes. Yeah. If you've hit that four button to thirteen minutes or mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had. An incredible Sunday a few days ago. Is it overblown to say historic? Yeah, no, it's not because it's it really was historic. It is not overblown to say that because this is. I think they even said this was one of the. It was maybe the first time a Bible dedication ceremony has taken place in like a U.S. church or something, oh. or one of the first times because usually it's in the place. Yeah. So in the place that a Bible translation is going to be at. Right. Um, but this one that we were celebrating was not able to be because it was in a creative, we call this creative access, like mm-hmm. a place that is uh, not legal, let's say, to mm-hmm. be Christian mm-hmm. or to be expressing it. Yeah, this... you don't have churches on every street corner yeah. or every, any corner. To... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so maybe it wasn't first, but it was like definitely first for us. Yes. Um, so that was awesome oh, so awesome it was a it was emotional yeah. it was encouraging it was so exciting so if you weren't here just a quick quick recap we had mm-hmm. uh, mark and laura and we'll just kind of keep at the first names here mm-hmm. in a creative access country and they've been working on this translation of the daria people which is a pseudonym so but you can just kind of catch that but daria people for 25 years for yeah. three decades of their life mm-hmm. have been spent doing this and that's included living within the country that's included terrorist um, bombings that have happened mm-hmm. while they're living in the country that affected them, that actually uh, their kids were in uh, this basement of this mm-hmm. building that they were holding, holding kind of an underground church and bomb went off and affected the whole family. Yeah. It's included having to live in Europe and work kind of remotely yeah. back here in the States. It's just, it's been such a journey for this family. Mm-hmm. And so even just to see that this come to fruition and then to be able to celebrate as a church, it just felt super humbling. Like, yeah. Oh, how cool that we get to even just see this, be part of it, partner with them. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very emotional mm-hmm. um, and very exciting because it just, you see so much hard work, so much um, struggle and trial yeah. Yeah. and joy and all of that sure. and, and relationships and everything and just seeing the power of God at work. And then for them to, be able to finish this new, yeah. new Testament yeah. in this language, Daria. Right. Um, and uh, just like, 
wow yeah and then there's that this one the, the moment that sort of got me uh was at the almost at the very end when um he said the blessing mm -hmm. in in that daria language um, when we prayed at the end and then i had to go right after and pray in english and yeah, i was just like was i was kind of overwhelmed i talked to a few people that were like I was crying at that point too, but I didn't have to say something. You know, I didn't have to be <laughs> no. on the microphone. Yeah, I know. Anyway, it was great. Yeah. So yeah, and then follow up that emotional, powerful moment with them walking yes. the translation out of our Calvary Worship Center, mm -hmm. and then placing it on this really cool new little spot we have mm -hmm. in the uh, lobby. If you're here next time at campus to see it, where we have 21 translations that. Calvary um, field workers have been part of that we've gotten to be part of. If you are yep. given to Calvary missions yep. or yep. prayed for a Calvary missionary, you've been part of this. Yep. So 21 translations of mainly the new Testament, because mm -hmm. the old Testament is another, you know, 25 years on top of that. <laughs> Some have the folk Bible too, but mm -hmm. uh, oh, I, so Sunday afternoon, I was just kind of alone and I had a chance to just kind of stare at that for the first time. I, one of our colleagues, Brian's been working on it. Yeah. I was like, wow, wow. Yeah. Calvary church, like not like feeling like proud, like as far as like, like ego of our church, but just like, let's just like, I can't believe that this church in Santa Ana, California, North Teston Avenue yeah. has gotten to play a role in 21 different people groups having this access to the scriptures. It's like, it's so just, cool. it's so cool. Yeah. So I hope Calvary listeners, you guys are excited, proud of what God's done through you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. And, uh, it was yeah, so it was like cool to hear, like to have that celebration of that. But yeah. we also kind of like heard some of their, just their stories, mm -hmm. and, and even if people don't, um, it's hard because this one you can't go watch the live stream because no. we we can only watch the live stream. Well, we'll get into your little mini sermon, sure. But uh, we, you can watch up to the point of like a, a, a sort of a mini sermon by Don. Yeah, and um, but like there were all these moments of just videos and testimonies of kind of like how this works, and like mm -hmm. you you really have to. It's like all depends on relationships yeah. because like a huge portion of this that I've just like reminded of a huge portion of this whole thing is like a native speaker has to be part of that translation. Absolutely. Team. Yeah. So you can't just, um, or at least with, like these days, you yeah. can't just like go in and sort of learn the language and then sort of scribble out a Bible. There's so many nuances of that. Yeah. 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 And they're, so they're, cause they're trying to do Bible translation that will be excellent. It's not just like, Hey, let's get some. You know, maybe like in the, the oldest of olden days when right. you would go into a tribe and just kind of like try to learn the basics of their language and get them anything so they can hear the scriptures. Sure. Like so that these like people would have been able to already have heard like certain verses or certain portions. Usually mm -hmm. they'll kind of like finish a portion and publish like mm -hmm. one of the gospels. or Yeah, that's what know, Mark yeah. Lara did. Yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of stuff. Even just kind of getting people into that like kind of process. But like that's so important to have a a native speaker of that totally. language so they can be like, mm, eh, that doesn't feel right. right. Or no, that means a little something different than what you think. It exactly. Means. Yeah. yeah. And even the story of how they found that. So they had a guy who was uh, driving Mark one day <laughs> in town um, and they had built a little bit of a friendship and he looked at Mark without knowing what he did and said, you know, we need someone that would translate the scriptures um, or translate. I, I forget how he worded it, but like, the words of the stories of Jesus into our language. And Mark like waited a few days and then came back. and was like, I may know a guy <laughs> that can so do that. Awesome. And that guy became kind of that person of peace, that original person that helped them. Yes. But then Mark did say, 
you know, he was super passionate, excited about it, but he also had a hard time sticking with it. And so they ended up finding a second guy who was just mm. totally wired to really do the grammar editing, the yeah. hard work. And I was, I was laughing at myself when Mark was saying that because I was like, oh, that would totally be me. I'd be like so excited, like, let's do this. And then like three months in, I'd be like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I st- I'm not wired to yeah. do syntax grammar. Right. Obviously, then my, as then you my, know. Then my wife would come in. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> do, you think, do you think you would be able to? I mean, it's hard to say. But I said like, that my wife would come in. I oh, said, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah. say me. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, I don't think I could do that grind. Yeah. I could do the grind enough to like study the language stuff like, sure. or even like biblical languages. Even we yeah. have to do that kind of yeah. study. That's a grind. Yeah. But sitting there and just over and over and over yeah. trying to translate stuff like that or create that. Oof, right. Rough. Yeah. That'd be rough. I meant to ask them too. I guess we didn't have a ton, ton of time on Sunday morning, but um, like, was there a passage that either was super meaningful to you that you translated? Like you just had new insight into it. Or um, it just was super difficult. Like, uh, I don't know. Because I'm yeah. sure you're even just new. Like, remember when we wrote out, we talked about this a few weeks ago, but when we wrote out the Gospel of Luke during COVID, oh, yeah. uh, just even handwriting it just brought kind of new nuance and excitement, yeah. kind of insight into it for me. So I'm sure translation's the same way, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Or even sermon, like even sermon prep, you know, we all of a sudden are like so much more into a passage than we ever have been in our life and it's like so rich so i can't it's it can't be less than that right it's gotta be way more than that totally uh so it's so cool yeah i'm sure they're just like super deep into that yeah i guess there would be a lot of like interesting questions right um and like they said even there's some controversies along the way Mm -hmm. some difficulties and how certain things are translated into yeah and i can can give you the main one that came out and that was um how do you translate the name of god Mm-hmm. And so that was a really difficult. I mean, maybe it sounds odd, like from our mindset, like, oh, we're mm-hmm. going to say Lord or mm-hmm. Yahweh, even in the Hebrew, but they were trying to craft it for a Muslim audience. Mm-hmm. And so would you say the word Allah? Would you say uh, some kind of a hybrid word or what? And right. so I don't I actually don't remember to this moment what they decided on, right, but right. that was, I mean, at that level, like, oh, how do we make this so the a Muslim background person doesn't look down and immediately dismiss it. Yeah. But how do we also not water down yeah. or confuse uh, who we're talking about? And so, yeah. I mean, those are like, that's not just like taking <laughs> a word and translating yeah, it. That's yeah, like exactly. very theological. Yeah. I remember, um, I actually remember hearing about that controversy, like just in the greater yeah, it was, world. It, it wasn't like about them specifically. No, but, but it was a global yeah, talk, yeah, yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Um, that was a big deal. So they have, you have to navigate a lot of hard things along the way, both, yeah. both like living in places that you, that had bombings where, where they were all the way to just like, you know, sort of whatever Christian culture controversies, but mm-hmm. that do matter. But like mm-hmm. sometimes we get these sorts of things and they'll just get so blown yeah. like out of proportion or, or what happens is sort of like whether it's politics or like denominational politics and stuff like that will kind of like come in and they're, they're yeah. like, we're not doing that guys. Like, that's not what we're about. We're right. trying to make it accurate, beautiful and clear. Yep. And, and yep. so those are the three terms. Yeah, that's right. The ABCs of Bible translation. Yeah. Accurate beautiful and clear. I feel like that's kind of our goal even in preaching, isn't it? Yeah, should be right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I usually can get uh, accurate. <laughs> Working on beautiful and clear. Those are the two hard ones. Uh, I think I'm usually beautiful, not accurate or clear. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> Is that like a reference to your little hooded shirts that you've been wearing lately? <laughs> Boy, looking beautiful up there. <laughs> People want to Thanks, know about... Kev. Thanks for the mug. Oh, look at that subject change. <laughs> Are you going to preach with the mug at some point? Just kind of like the casual, like just having a little cup of coffee on stage. Okay, so <laughs> this raises a very good point I haven't thought about in a while. But there was a little season when I was preaching here at Calvary, yeah. and I would bring a mug on stage because I was pretending. I don't pretending, but I was like wanting myself and our audience to feel like we're having a cup of coffee together as we're talking. Oh my gosh, you do the weirdest thing. <laughs> so I think I will bring this back up. That's a oh great boy, idea. Will you? That's a big mistake on my part to just bring that up. <laughs> I'll probably spill it though. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I would do that. It doesn't feel like a move I would do. Does it feel like a, maybe not quite like taking the text seriously if you're just walking up with the mug too casual? No, no, it's corny. A like corny. you, like you. General hey, corniness. I embrace that. That is <laughs> yeah. my middle name. I know. I know. Matt. There are so Calvin many moments corny where you are like you lean into something. And I'm like, oh no, what are we doing? And, <laughs> and a lot of times it works. A lot of times it works out. Like probably most of the time, it's like, oh, it's it's quaint. I don't know. A lot of times, let's. <laughs> okay. 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 Should we get into? So yeah. So speaking of that, I did a little yeah. mini sermon yeah, ahead mini sermon. of um, our celebration of the Bible dedication. In some ways, it's like, gosh, that was just trying to tee up what we were doing. Um, but we talked through some Psalm 119. Wait, what was your opener? Because oh. there was this, I don't think it was, maybe it was just, the, maybe it was the Zach King story. But Yeah, have you, you heard had Zach this, King before? Yeah, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I want to get there, but hold on. Okay. I, it was, I, I, can't, I thought there was another little intro that you did that was like super money too. Maybe it was just this one that was like so. Fourth of July? Uh, <laughs> No, it wasn't that part. <laughs> uh, um, okay, never mind. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, maybe it was just this whole Zach King. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not like a YouTube guy. Like, I don't know about YouTubers. Oh, interesting. Uh, although this looked like the little screenshot you gave, like, looked like it was like Instagram, actually. Not yeah, YouTube. I actually, let's do a little correction retraction on that. <laughs> okay, so, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I said, I follow this guy, this YouTuber named yeah. Zach King. Yeah. I showed a photo uh -huh. of his Instagram yeah. and then... I, the next photo I said, and on his Instagram I read, and it was his, tw it was a tweet, tweet. So I was getting all confused <laughs> on my social media. Uh, you guys, I'm middle aged. I'm come yeah, on. This is what, so, I, this is what um, kind of stuff I'm talking right. about. Right, but but I think people understood what I was talking about. Yeah, but yeah. So Zach King went to Biola. Yeah. He's doing fun, creative work. He's kind of like in that. In fact, he's even collaborated a few times with Dude Perfect. If you know. See, I have boys that are like 11, 15, you know, I, so I've heard of, I've heard that's kind of like I've their sweet spot. I've never watched that stuff, but I yeah. like the guys that make shots from yeah. far away and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So 11, 15-year-old boys, mm -hmm. which I have two of, they're like, that's that's the target audience yeah. for yeah. Zach King, for Dude Perfect. So, oh, okay, okay. So Zach King does a bunch of illusions, but he's using like video, and it's crazy. It's almost oh, like- Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's really cool. And like now cool he, cuts where right. it goes from thing to- yeah, Right, yeah, and yeah, now he's kind of branched off into like- Giveaways. He's been working with a guy named Mr. Beast. I don't know if you've heard of that guy, but that, he's like that's huge. guy that was supposed to be on the um, the submarine. <gasps> what? He declined going on the submarine, Mr. Beast. I never heard that. Yeah, dude. What? He was invited to be on that one. No way. Yeah. Oh wow. Sorry, it's just gnarly. I, yeah, I haven't yeah. heard that. Yeah. But um, yeah. So so he's been kind of collaborating with him. Zach King gave was given a million dollars by Mr. Beast to give away somehow. Oh, wow. And part of that was to give away this Bitcoin in Lake Los Angeles uh, uh, last yeah, year. Cool. So I was making this connection that 
thousand people read this text. Yep. Tweet, tweet, Instagram. Oh boy. Video. <laughs> Social media post. Sometimes you just got to pick like a. You just got to go generality. Big. Yeah. And uh, they dropped whatever they were doing in life and headed to Lake Los Angeles, like about maybe two and a half hours from here. To look for this Bitcoin. Now, Bitcoin is kind of weird. You don't actually have coins. It's kind of more of like in the um, I was computer universe. Yeah, because you're saying but like I think what like, he did is he gave he like had like a little fake coin, and then like you would put the transfer the rights or something the number, to, yeah, or whatever like the login right. or something that you have right. to have for. So it. I didn't. I should, probably should explain that. But I was, I was confused like, uh. about the metal detector part. You're like even some people ain't got metal detectors. Right, they were. Like, yeah, so to I get like. What? <laughs> so I think there was like an actual like okay okay, okay. whatever yeah thing. Okay, so uh, okay so yeah so that happened out in the desert and so that was making me think, man, people treasure yeah obviously monetary things. Are yeah, we treasuring so the the word of God in in, in similar ways? Um, so we talked through that. Psalm one eighteen mentions the the great spoils that the treasure is or oh, that yeah. the that the word of God is the law. And then, um, and then the NLT translation is actually treasure on that. Yeah. And then talk through, just kind of rolling through 119 going backwards. Cause I just felt like I was most interested in going backwards on that. But we also <laughs> talked about, um, uh, open, uh, that open, eyes. open my eyes. I may see the wonderful things of God's word law. And, uh, and it really was hitting me, man, that's a supernatural thing that mm. the psalmist is asking God for. Because obviously I open my eyes so I can read, like physically read it. I can remember it, but it's supernatural in that mm-hmm. it's opening our spiritual eyes to see God's revealed word mm-hmm. more than just words on a page, more than just something to do to check off. Mm-hmm. Even I'd argue more than something just to kind of like in like, you know, legalist obedience mm-hmm. follow. But no, open my eyes that I may see the beauty of this and that I may live it out mm-hmm. in a way that's um, consistent, congruent yeah. with God's heart. That's and awesome. so that part was really, you know, we talk about reading the scriptures. That was like the part that was really hitting me like, oh, I need to approach the word whenever I open it with that, with that mindset. Like, God, open my eyes right now. Hmm. I mean, it's obvious, but I don't always do that. So I'm like, Lord, open my eyes. I've been doing that last couple of days. Open my eyes, God. Help me to just understand and then follow with passion what I'm just taking in right now. That's good. So that was a takeaway for me, which I was enjoying. Um, That's <laughs> awesome. Know, teaching yourself. Yeah. Um, and then that was leading into dedicating the scripture. Yes. Yes. Because um, we we really like hope that we can all have that same passion about yeah. the scriptures, and that needs to get rekindled. Because it's like, yeah, if we've had it in. You know, like I said, on Sunday, it's like you can scroll on your phone and have like 50 different English right. versions. Um, but people are just getting the, you know, their Daria version, whatever, right. like right now. And it's like, do we have that same excitement that totally. that people would have? Um, and so that has to get refreshed. And so that but that has to be like a like a Holy Spirit power sort of thing. Yes. Um, it's not just a drum it up thing. Right. right. Yeah. So it's like, OK, how can I have that? Yeah, open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instruction. Side note, and then question for you. Okay. Side note, um, I saw, um, I think it was posted on one of our social medias, <laughs> that we have some program now that can translate our ser- our services into like a hu- over 100 languages. Yeah, well, so we were beta testing this this week. Okay. So we're trying to see if it, if it works good. So it's okay. not necessarily like... We haven't yet decided, are we doing this for sure? Okay. Because we wanted to make sure, and I haven't got sort of some of the reports, but yes, let me explain this a little bit. So 
you can what we what we beta tested was you can come in and there's like a software uh, I think it's called Let's Chat or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, then that software means you can connect your phone into our sound system mm-hmm. and like the and the live stream mm-hmm. and all that. And the that will go in, to your phone and like just by AI, not by people, will translate it on the fly into your language, what? into like 100 different languages both audio uh-huh. and uh, like subtitling. No way. Like, so that you can just either read it or just, or hear it. Now, so what we did was we asked a Mandarin speaker, uh, a Spanish speaker, and then we had this, there's this guy that's been going to our church that speaks, um, I think it's Farsi. Uh-huh. Um, and so like we had those, at least three people, like kind of testing how does this sound or how does this okay how does it is it good you know like so we just weren't sure right so i'm hoping it was good and i think it's relatively like a super fun tool yeah Yeah. now would that just be if you're in the room yes just in the room okay to have it connected to our live stream or in some other way it costs it the costs seem prohibitive okay so it was quite expensive yeah um and so anyway but just uh but yeah even speaking of that's one maybe less barrier for people to understand yeah, yeah. i do wish you would have told me that there was going to be people beta testing it before i preached because it was super discouraging looking down and seeing <laughs> everyone looking at their phone there's like five it was half the church was so now all the teenagers are like i'm just testing the ai man exactly. don't worry I've got my headphones in and I'm looking at my phone. I'm just testing the AI. So when when I was in junior high, my dad was a pastor. So we were at church every time the doors were open. Yes, and yes. I used to bring little sports magazines. Yes. And dude. I'd put it in my Bible. Yes. That's and the, then that's I'd the open my Bible and I'd have like my sports magazine. Yes. I did the uh, same thing with surf mags. So yeah, totally same thing. That uh, was always the move is how can you like hide something inside your Bible? Right. So oh, Lord forgive us. There's still people that have that move with their phone inside of you okay. grab a Purack Bible, you place your, your phone in there. It's like the you perfect can track size. your fantasy football yeah. scores. Okay, so that leads into my second that leads into my question for you. Okay. Um now again, we're a certain demographic. Oh we're a certain demographic. Okay, I'm scared of the question. No, it's it's a it's oh, a okay, simple okay, question. Okay, but okay. what do you think? Like, would you recommend the people of Calvary like have a paper physical Bible? Oh, yeah. I mean, within grace, right? We're not like <laughs> police this or something. No, not no, like no, 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 no. like I'm not even talking about like Sunday mornings, but like even just during the week. Like, yeah, does it matter? Um, what's your opinion on just looking at your phone versus looking at a paper Bible? Yeah, I have, I have a few thoughts on this. Actually, my first thought is. Take in the scripture, one, take in the scriptures in whatever way will have you take in the scriptures. Mm. So like if it's going to be phone or audio version or whatever versus not doing it at all, yep. do do the one that makes you like take in the scripture. I in like some that. Way. Yeah. Um, so that's one. Two would be, I would say the ultimate probably would be to pick one Bible that's going to be your Bible for reading like generally mm. and for bringing to church hmm. if you can, because, and this is all like more of like a sciencey thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about spatial memory. Hmm. So we like, there's a thing that we have as people, if we read a paper version of any book, mm-hmm. uh, you are going to have a greater sense of um, remembering mm-hmm. uh, based on like the, the way your eye interacts with like the page huh. to your, to your brain. Uh-huh. And so you have this thing of like, Oh yeah, I remember that verse almost was like 
that was on the top right hand side, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. And so this has like been a thing that's been like studied. And I huh. feel like, cause I had this NIV study Bible, like growing up was like that. It was a hardback NIV study Bible. And I have like tons of notes in it too yeah. from when I was a kid and, and like a teenager, but I kind of like remembered those were like most of my Bible memories in that NIV mm-hmm. as well as like, just kind of like, I can almost like see where it is mm-hmm. in the Bible when, wow. I, when I think about that verse. Yeah. So it'd be cool to just like, whether you, if you've not done that, like start, like just say, okay, I'm going to do this one. This will be the one I like read in the morning. And this yeah. will also be the one I bring to church. Right. So anyway, that's my thoughts. Yeah. I mean, it's hard because we grew up in an analog world. Totally. And so in some ways, maybe how we even relate digital versus analog is going to be different than the next generations behind us. Yes, but that research is about... Oh, really? Like, because that research was... universal. Yeah, because it was done when it was thinking about kids using, like, iPads in Mm -hmm. school versus, Mm -hmm. like, paper books. Yeah. And so, because the the spatial memory doesn't work as well in the sort of, like, iPad, like, Kindle situation. Yeah, I mean, I I can vouch for myself. That's completely true. And um, I kind of got into a Kindle a couple years ago, and it's super convenient for space, yeah, <laughs> being yeah. on an airplane, stuff like that. But yeah, it does. I don't know for being an analog, you know, yeah. teen, it does feel a little bit harder for me to understand where I'm at or to take it in. Totally. I'd say even the second thing for me is whenever I'm trying to read the scriptures on an iPad or a mm-hmm. phone and maybe it's just having to be smart enough to turn off alerts, yeah, yeah. but I'm just constantly tempted to be like, Oh yeah. Let me just check this real quick yep. and I'll click out of the Bible mm-hmm. app to do something else. Text comes through. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so that's why I just even that physical Bible, I don't have mm-hmm. like as many distractions yeah. on that. Yeah. Although it is rad. Like on the U version, there's so many cool things you can do is like mm-hmm. highlight a text, email it to somebody, email it to yourself, click into like a cross reference of a, of a commentary or yeah. a, I mean a cross reference of another passage or a commentary. Like, there's a it ton cool. you can do. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like some of that U version or some of the Bible project stuff mm-hmm. that's kind of connected to that too. You can like, right. if you don't understand the concept, it's like there. Yeah. So yeah, it's actually super cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't diss any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think that there's something to, I think that paper thing of consistency with one mm-hmm. too is like really like can be helpful. Totally. Um, yeah. But I love my, I have a Kindle and I love the Kindle for, I only read like, sort of light novels on it or my like, like sci- sci-fi fantasy novels <laughs> okay, here it comes. <laughs> uh so that's what i do with the kindle but yeah i especially like how you can um have i said this before on here but how you can like it kindles like have a case yeah and like you can you flip that open and it kind of makes yeah. like an a-frame and i lay it on the bed next to me and just lay on my side and just like <laughs> read until i fall asleep yeah, every night man it's key to 26 years of wedding bliss that's right there reading sci-fi novels that's the actual, the key to that is we actually have separate beds no. in separate rooms. <laughs> no, just not kidding. true. Not true. Ooh, I actually have not a thought true. on that. That just came up. <laughs> Sorry, this, we're going, we're going way sideways. That's good. But I just think a piece of marriage advice is sleep okay. in the same room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a very basic piece of marriage advice. And I understand there's people with health issues mm-hmm. um, and gosh, even sometimes like major health issues where that's not possible. Oh, sure. Yeah. I just think there's something about, and separating bank accounts, separating bedrooms. Oh yeah. Just the more you're doing separate, I yeah. think it's just not helpful for any marriage. That that's my 26 year there you go. anniversary advice for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I will actually double down on that because huh. I had just read recently and I actually agree with this. It was share your rhythm 
yeah. for, for sleep too, as oh. much as you possibly can. Ooh, Marie, you might want to highlight circle I, this. Yeah. I think this is actually important because I don't think it's good. And this uh, is, could be hot take yeah. and I'm fine with it. People want to come at me. I don't think it's good when one person goes to bed at like nine 30 and uh-huh. the other person goes to bed at 1230. I can totally understand that. Yeah. It's a lack. There's a lack of intimacy and uh-huh. that can like then just continue. Yep. So I don't know. I, I'm not saying like every single time, like mm-hmm. if that's every once in a while, it's not a big deal, but I think you should share your rhythms as much mm-hmm. as possible. It's probably the go to bed rhythm too, more than like the wake up rhythm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's, that's no, my, that's actually good for me to hear. Cause Marie would be the first one to say like, uh, I'm a morning person. Matt's a night person. Oh yeah. But you're right. I do see some, I see some blessing benefit yeah, of yeah. trying to match up rhythms. Yeah. Do the best you can. Hmm. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Right. So that was good. I liked your Amy Grant reference also because <laughs> I was straight thinking that. When Thy he... word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto. I was. I will not forget your love for me and yet. I forget what the other part is. You know said. who that was written actually by Michael W. Smith. Oh, really? Michael W. wrote that. Amy Grant saying it. Wow. I, uh, I was within a half a second of just busting it out. And then something like a filter inside of me on Sunday was like, don't do it. That's probably, that's probably a good choice. That <laughs> would, Speaking of uh, that would have trended corny. To corny. Yes. That would have let, that would have like leaned into that corny category. Uh, that's great. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. But yeah, dude. So that was great. It was a great day. It's like almost hard to even like talk about because it was all just like, so it was just like so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had, this we showed this movie that I had actually yeah. never seen, but I watched. Yeah. I watched the whole thing um, during the eleven o'clock mm-hmm. time. We showed this movie called Whatever It Takes. Yeah, that was uh, a movie about jars, which is about jungle aviation. Mm-hmm. So basically, like how Wycliffe SIL, which are the Bible translator people, like mm-hmm. uh, one of the biggest ministries that does that. Um, it like they started just like an airplane yeah. service to get people places. Right. And that's so cool. I love like the, the, those early missions, like stories, especially ones that aren't like super, um, I don't know, like problematic where they like tried to turn them into Westerners. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Or yeah. It, uh, it felt like when there's the humble posture of yes. someone came in. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it did feel like it was getting better with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But these like planes, it was so cool. Like mm-hmm. sea, sort of sea float planes that would go onto the Amazon river yeah. and stuff like that. It's just like so epic. It is. And then they're like building like little landing strips out in the middle of nowheresville. And uh, it's just so cool to see these pioneer type people. I know. And you can, yeah. you can watch the video. It's 90 minutes, but it's, uh, it's on, I'll get my media right here. It's on YouTube. Mm. Just type in whatever it takes jars, J A A R S. Okay. Quick, uh, quick quiz here. Yeah. Uh, I know what the first two letters stand for. What is there? I don't know what the rest stands for. I was actually very afraid you were going to ask me that question <laughs> right now. Cause I should know this as one of our global pastors. And I've actually, I've had it told to me several, several times. It was in the movie and I still can't remember. I can't remember either. Jungle aviation radio satellites. <laughs> I don't know. I know. It's hilarious. Uh, Grace Goreth. We apologize. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It's just like you go to their about us like page on their website and it's like, it doesn't really describe like it literally nowhere. So a little tip for you guys. Missions orgs are notorious for just making acronyms out of everything yes. so you have like Wycliffe s-i-l just actually stood for summer institute of linguistics 
Which the fact shortened. that that stuck was like the sort of dumbest thing ever. I know. At some level. I don't totally get no it. No offense to yeah. SIL, but it was like he actually started this summer institute to right. learn about it. Right. Then they just kept that as like the name forever. Well, for... yeah, it's a weird thing. I, I understand the differentiation differentiation of why they had to do it because they were going into nations that wouldn't allow Wycliffe to go there. But they would allow people to do. I'm not saying do, don't have another name. And I'm not I'm, saying that you're saying that. I'm oh, just okay, saying that, okay, okay, like okay. the reason to have a separate <laughs> org was to yes. was to get in to do more historical ethnographic research. Yes, and then allow that to happen. But yeah, why didn't they just call it something else? Like yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's like they don't just do it in the summer, right? I don't think that would be a really bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> have you looked at? Have you found it yet? Literally, I'm like scrolling through their website. And it's like, doesn't say. Okay, email her. Would you email us at Calvary Podcast? No, 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 no. I mean, I'm going to podcast. Jungle Aviation and Radio Services. Oh. There it is. Okay. And I like that they had to, so they made their, this is just funny. I'm sorry. We don't mean to be dissing jars here, but like it could have just been J-A-R-S and it would have been a lot simpler, (laughs) but they included and. As one of the A's. Can you imagine the boardroom? I believe we need to include the and. Why? <laughs> we do. All right. Maybe there was a J-A-R-S doing something else. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe they didn't want to confuse it with actual, like, jars <laughs> yeah. to make jelly. <laughs> like canning. Uh, totally. Anyway, sorry, we're get, we're digressing, but it was a really cool movie because it was cool to see how to even like the the radio, like ham radios and like yeah. long, whatever those like long distance kind of other radios yeah. that they would use was just like super cool and like people that have to be really good at fixing stuff because yeah. you're just like in the like 1950s oh, in totally. the jungle somewhere. It's like I yeah. I do not understand how people invented things like I this. Don't, I don't, it's just I, to this moment. <laughs> I do not quite understand how flying even works. No, no. If we had to, I think about like if everyone died and yeah. there was only like 10 of us left and we were a couple of them, we'd just be like, I don't know guys, somebody else better have some ideas. That is so true. That is so true. There's so much in this world that if we lost like every engineer in the world would be like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just a bunch Bitcoin, of, right? It's yeah. just that you bury it. Yeah. A bunch of humanities minded yeah. people. Like, totally. Yeah. That's, oh, that's funny. Yeah. That I actually really flew on a jungle plane one time in Ecuador and oh, it yeah. was the most amazing and terrifying experience of my life. So you had to get on a scale and weigh yourself oh, um, before you got on the plane because they only could have like, I don't like numbers like 800 pounds yeah, on this plane so to take cool. off. So you're like having to like narrow it down to that level. Wow. And then we flew over to this tribe and we would do a flyover and look at the pilot, look down just to make sure there wasn't any cows or uh, animals that were on the land trip or kids like just playing. Oh, so it'd be like man. a per- perfect place to play soccer. Right. Um, on that like little green so it's a little strip. bit like the warning strip. Yeah. Like, so they warning fl- shot. We flew over <laughs> and then everything looked clear. So we turned around and then oh. landed and the, the um, tires kind of sunk in a little bit. So it was kind of like muddy, murky. And oh. it was just such an interesting experience. And then we popped open the doors and the whole village just comes storming out, like running out, like not storming. Like they were like excited <laughs> to see everybody. Yeah, that's cool. And it was like, I can't believe that this is like, it was like the year 2003 or something. I'm like, wow, I can't believe that cool. this is a modern thing that's happening right now. Yeah, it's that's amazing. amazing. So I've never got to do something like that. That's actually really cool. So um, maybe we should be sponsored by Jars so you could. Well, they're probably not going to like me after my, <laughs> it's like Phil Fisher now doesn't like me after last week. And oh, then, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So, but sorry, Jars, we believe in you. We believe in you. Just yeah. If like you want to sponsor uh, Eric to fly into a jungle, he would say yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was really cool in that movie too, because Grace Gorth, who has um, been one of our uh, missionary partners, mm-hmm. who is the daughter of Cameron Townsend, who is the founder of Wycliffe and um, all this stuff. And he was just such a pioneer and it was really cool to, to see all that. And then we had like a luncheon kind of a thing for um, the, for Mark and Lara. And like, it was just like so great to like, even sort of more intimately with some yeah. of their the, like supporters and colleagues and things like that, to be able to, yeah. to, to see that. It's just, it's a really big deal. It's like, graduating from college or mm-hmm. you know i don't know it's like there's this just really big deal factor yeah. to this that was um very special to be a part of um i've seen some of these like i just mentioned that briefly but i've seen some of these videos of like a village in papua new guinea or the philippines or something and you see mm-hmm. these videos of people doing the the um the bible dedication ceremony uh and it's like it's just wild like yeah. so so just everyone jumping like i don't know just yeah. crazy and it depends on the culture like right. based on like what that culture is just sort of like the vibe yeah <laughs> you know and so yeah uh, one of the so um one of the green sons the green family that um started hobby lobby mm-hmm. and mardell books and some other things um he was getting into bible translation was like what's the roi on this what's the return on investment mm-hmm. um I mean, because a lot of times when they bring these translations into cultures, the culture honestly doesn't have a high um, like literacy rate. Right. Or so number like, of even people that speak the language. Right. There might be like sometimes 10,000 right. 10, people. So it's like, is yeah. this really worth it? And then he yeah. said he went down and was part of a dedication like in Latin mm. America and just he almost like, like repented like, Lord, forgive me for ever wondering about the ROI. That's cool. On something like this yeah. when I'm seeing the. The joy, the excitement, even the dignity yeah. that it is to present this in someone's language. Yeah, yeah. That's always, that's so cool. That That's cool that he had that that kind of turnaround on that because I always get frustrated with the ROI question. You know? uh, about little, anything uh, in ministry? Well, yeah, about anything in ministry, but even like some, like we'll get that. Like, so in my work with Greater Europe Mission, mm-hmm. people will like, we'll be meeting with some like major donors. Mm-hmm. And often it's like in those kind of situations where they're just like, well, what's the you know, with this kind of area of ministry or whatever mm-hmm. there's, and Jem has like very differing types of ministry that sure. they do. Um, and so in like a certain part, you know, like what's the ROI or whatever. And you're like, well, I don't know. It's not just yeah. like about, cause there's certain, there are certain ministries where it's just like these people kind of are like going for like a dollar to conversion kind yeah. of ratio. Yeah. And you're just like, oof, I don't know. I just don't know if I like that. Right. right that way of thinking. I do want to have a, Good. We want to invest the money wisely, yeah. but uh, sometimes dollar to conversion ratios are a little yucky. Yeah, Jesus talks about yeah. stewardship in the in yeah. gospels, but they're yeah it, to convert it, like you're saying, mm-hmm. is sometimes difficult. And we're going to get into that in the next few weeks mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday mornings. The whole idea of you know the the fisher of men, mm-hmm. and you know sometimes. <laughs> You can say, okay, this is going to work. Sometimes you're just like, okay, Lord, whoever you call, yeah. I just have to, I have to trust that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's coming up. Our new series is called Go Fish starting this Sunday. And it is all around Matthew 419, which um, in the NASB 95 says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Um, so there's like three aspects to that. Three, it's a three week sermon series. Uh, so one is come follow me. 
the second, and that's just like Jesus's call to us. And that's what this is about is actually following Jesus. And then the second one is, uh, I will make you. So we recognize it's Jesus. It's God that does the making. God just does the, the empowering. He mm-hmm. empowers us and he does the saving and all that. And then, uh, the third week is fishers of people that that is what we are called to do. We follow Jesus and he's making us into something and what he's making us into is a fisher of people. And so that's both in the sense of making first time disciples or evangelism. And that's also on like ongoing discipleship. Totally. Um, so yeah, it's been cool. I've been working on, uh, my talk for this Sunday today and getting Mm. getting excited about it, but we do have these like definitions of disciple and discipleship Mm -hmm. for us here at Calvary that I really like. And so I kind of like wanting to say these like everywhere Mm. now, you Mm -hmm. know, and, um, like disciple, we believe disciple means one who loves and follows Jesus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because like disciple is not like a big word people use mm-hmm. anymore, you know, a lot, but it's a big time Bible word. Yeah. And um, so what is a disciple? And disciple sort of definitionally is like a learner or a student or a follower. Yeah. And so we're saying the one who loves and follows Jesus mm-hmm. because love and this like love is in the first and second greatest commandments. Mm-hmm. And it is also in the great commission then is like mm-hmm. making disciples. So it's yeah. like, it's got to start with love God, love others. And yeah. then now in light of that go, because then That's good. John 13 says, how will they know your disciples? By your love for yeah. one another. And so that's kind of, I think, cool. Yeah. And you follow what you love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So a disciple is one who loves and follows Jesus. And then discipleship is learning to love like Jesus by giving away what we've received. Hmm. Um, and so we've all received something, whether that's mm-hmm. salvation in Christ, or if that's somebody helped us like in a time of grief or somebody helped us mm-hmm. make a hard decision, but to do that in a godly way, yeah. or they helped us learn how to read the Bible yeah. or whatever. It's like, so like we've had all sorts of things that we've received and how do we then give that away to that's others? Good. Yeah. So I really like that. And we, I, I got to keep giving uh, Nelly credit. Yeah. Tim Nellis gets a little credit for that, that expression, give away what you've received. Right. I just really like connected to it. He said yep. it like last fall and I just really connected to it. So um, but then we kind of, we kind of like filled it all the way out with that learning to love yeah. like Jesus. Yeah. It, and that's even motivation to be a disciple when yeah. you're called to discipleship. Cause this is a dumb example, but, uh, a few weeks ago, there were some guys working on our house and I'm like, you guys want a water? And yeah, I like, yeah, went into yeah. our refrigerator to find water, water bottles and there wasn't any oh, left. No. I was like, oh, oh no. So I had to like get, just got paper cups Glasses. and like put some ice and yeah, stuff. And, yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I. I didn't have anything to give away at that uh, moment. And like, there's money. probably times when it's like, Oh, I want to give away something to the next generation to my kids, to yeah. my neighbors, to my coworkers. But if I'm not being yeah, filled up good. and I can't give anything away, there's no water bottles in the fridge. I wonder if I, sh- if you hear me give, <laughs> what, what if I just used that story, but I said it was me and I just used that as my sermon intro. You know what, brother, you are good to go. Anything of my life that you want to use. Dude, I am no Josh Matlock. I will never <laughs> I, call out. <laughs> I will never say a story that doesn't, uh, that's actually not lived by me. We love you, Josh. No, I do love Josh, but I like how we've had some big arguments with Josh. He used to be a pastor here. He's a pastor of another church and, um, and it's not just because of this, but, um, it's, <laughs> But we used to have these arguments of whether that was like acceptable to right. do or not, to, which is to funny. personalize someone yeah. else's yeah, story. Yeah, 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 which I d- definitely don't think it is. But, um, <laughs> but uh, that's so funny. Um, so yeah, so discipleship, learning to love like Jesus by giving away what we've received. I so like that. We want to be just like learning, focusing, growing in that. We also have that summer book 
club that yeah. is part of this. Have you started reading it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So What If Jesus Was Serious is the book. We will have more copies available this Sunday. Yep. And, um, uh, or you can obviously just like buy it on your own. Yep. And um, it's really cool. It's like a, just a cool little book by this guy named Sky Jatani. And it's just like all about Sermon on the Mount. So mm-hmm. what if Jesus was serious? And it's like kind of like about these words he said mm-hmm. in the Sermon on the Mount. <laughs> I have to say, though, it has a lot of drawings in it and it's short. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's perfect for summer. But as I've been reading it, I'm like, oh, that's, it's actually pretty deep. Like I need to put this down and like think about this exactly. for a minute. So, exactly. so it's it's both a challenging and uh, invitational book. Yeah, which is like actually like such a um, to me, that's like good writing. Mm-hmm. If you can say something that makes you think a lot with brevity yeah you know? that's like that's actually the harder task totally than just writing a, oh, you know but thousands of words on right yeah um so yeah so anyway i think you guys will like it and i will be for the next three sundays yes um just hanging out underneath one of the pergolas on the courtyard i like that and uh during the 11 o'clock uh-huh. time and if anybody just wants to chat about the book and mm-hmm. so doing like a version of the summer book club for those three Sundays. Mm -hmm. And what I'm hoping for is, Hey, here's like, this would just be like, Hey, here's what it looks like to just kind of talk about something like this. Mm -hmm. And then now you go do it with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's the goal. And then you're away. Yeah. Give away what you've received. And so you're doing two Wednesdays in August. Yeah. Yeah. Ask you a little bit more time to finish the book or to read through it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, jumping on a Wednesday night, we'll just do the same thing. Yeah. That'd be sweet. So there's just like some opportunities sort of practice like a lot we've been trying to talk about this like mm-hmm. hey let's give some opportunities to practice yeah and uh whether that's prayer or listening prayer that we've done in the services or if it's some of this with like discipleship or having spiritual conversations here's some sort of like basically safe places to practice yeah and then go out and do it with someone else right and i, I like that yeah yep. i think that's nice yeah so all right well we better we got no emails and I didn't, what? I didn't fish for questions on like Instagram or something, Yeah, but no emails, but we would love to get your emails. Yeah. We'd love to know if there's anyone out there. So mm-hmm. if the, if yes. the metaverse or whatever <laughs> can, can write us, put on your, uh, AI goggles or your, whatever they're called, uh, VR, <laughs> VR goggles, and then come converse with us. Right. And um, you can even put, please don't mention my name. Yes. I do not want to be associated with you guys. Yes. I actually want as much distance as possible, but please answer this question. Yes. That's fine. Yeah. We'll honor that. We totally will. Um, <laughs> yeah. Unless you're my brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'd be super happy to do that. So podcast at calvarylife.org or uh, carrier pigeon text email to our personal emails, whatever, whatever you've got, just yep. give us a, Give us a shout, podcast at calvarylife.org, and we will answer your questions. Thanks to Kowalski Art, Kowalski Pottery for the gla- for the mugs, and thanks to Orange Lutheran for the scholarships. Uh, thank you to Matt for listening to my words here. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.